Welcome to the Court of Capes, where we review, rate, and rank hero content. I am your host for this episode, Judge Brown, the Chaos Bringer, and the Knight of Zero. But, as you may know, I am joined by some of the best judges in the biz. We have the Scarlet Wizard, the Kingslayer. Judge Sheldon. Pete Davidson is the best part of this movie. Straight up. You're not wrong. <laughs> Straight up. Who would have thought? We also have the Conqueror and the Supreme Overlord, Judge Cooper. Now, in the words of Shia LaBeouf, Optimus! <laughs> Optimus! And we have a special episode today, boys, because we are joined by our special inquisitor, our wand of visionary, my fellow Boom Boom Boy, special inquisitor Anthony. No. I'm the Boom Boom Boy, JC. That Curtis was the Boom Boom Boy. Was it Curtis? You done messed messed up. up. I'm not a Boom Boom Boy. Anthony is a beanie boy. I take everything back. My, my memory is, is horrible. Well, uh, wel- welcome, Anthony. Welcome, welcome. welcome. As Bumblebee says, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, if you have not already guessed it, today we have a movie to review that is near and dear to my heart as a major Transformers fan. We are talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. Now, guys, we have we have a lot to talk about. This is the rare Transformers movie that I actually watch. <laughs> this is, this is oh yeah yeah. So you've seen one other live action Transformers movie? Oh, uh, two, two. Oh, I, I saw Revenge of the Fallen theaters as a kid. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. Decided to never watch any of the others until I finally like. Two years after it came out, decided to give Bumblebee a watch. And I was like, you know what? Now that Michael Bay's not a part of this, it's pretty good. All right. That statement. That statement, it holds some value to it, but still do not disregard the first one. I I agree. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Anthony's going to sit me down and force my eyeballs open to behold it. Oh, we're going to watch all of them. So, guys, we have a lot to get into, a lot of ground to cover. I have kind of outlined some key things that we need to discuss, but uh, feel free to, of course, interrupt and, and, you know, we'll go down all the rabbit holes we need to. But to start at the very beginning, we have an appearance by none other than our favorite chaos bringer, Unicron. I need to know all of your thoughts and opinions on this Unicron and how it compares to the Transformers Prime version. Well, you know, the uh, the um, the bar set for the Transformers Prime version was probably the lowest bar ever set for any Transformers. So, this one's better. Fair enough. This one is better. I pass the plate to you, Curtis. Well, I mean, yeah, there's no comparison, because, um, uh, 
that Unicron in Prime was doo doo. <laughs> well, he was rocks at one point. He yeah, was but he was I rocks still, like the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> but I still got to give this Unicron in this fine movie, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, a uh, C minus because it didn't transform. Oh, true. It did not transform, which would have been a 10-minute scene. Probably. <laughs> yeah, dude. With, like, imagine, giant unicron. He's got arms. He's got legs. He's got little fingies. <laughs> little fingies. Yeah, for real. He was ginormous. Oh, my goodness. I think they portrayed his size pretty well. Oh, yeah. Bigger than a planet, as he should be. Yep. And Anthony? Then we- oh, yeah. I loved his little orb design. His orb yeah. was great. Yeah. And I liked his little bug mouth. Good bug mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Looks very similar to how he looked in uh, the Unicron trilogy of uh, Armada, Energon, and Cybertron. Oh, yeah. Love to see that. Amazing. So, so we all feel that Unicron was a pretty cool way to start the movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The fact that he was going to the uh, Maximals' home world and he just blurped it up like a good old Sunday. Very cool thing. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the Maximals, we got a very deep-cut character at the very beginning of the movie. Apeling. No one knows who Apeling is. Yes, and when you said, oh my goodness, that's Apeling, you're like, we were just like, who is that? Like, who is that? Yeah. So this movie portrayed him as the maximal leader who passed down that leadership to Optimus Prime, Mm -hmm. which is a cool concept. But for the listeners at home, and even for you guys, Apeling was a convention-exclusive Transformers product what? one random year at a BotCon. And that's the entirety of his uh, history, as far as I know. He might have been in one comic one time. Mm-hmm. But this guy has, like, no media. And then he's in a major motion picture. Like, what the heck? Well, number one, that is pretty bonkers. I love how deep of a cut that was because, like, I mean, I love when... I'm pretty sure the fans went ape for that. You know, I'm just playing. You know, like, whatever, but, um, but I'm pretty sure the fans enjoyed seeing that because I like deep cuts in certain fandoms. Like Batman, the Brave and the Bold, they do some major deep cuts in that show. Um, and so I enjoy that. And number two, how the frick do you remember that, J.C.? Like, how, how do you remember this one-off convention product that just, like, I mean, that's your true fandom right there. Oh, oh Right God. there. You should take over Hasbro right now. That's literally, like, like <laughs> everybody say I in agreement, and it, so let it be written, so let it be done. I, okay, I guess I'm the only one, but still, JC. Hey, hey, great. I agree. JC, have you ever been to a bot con? I have, I have not. It's a Can shame. you take me, please? I need a bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, you know, they they kind of stopped doing bot cons, unfortunately. But but we still have TF cons, so we can go to one of those. I want to go. We we can make that happen. It'd be really fun. 
They they had one here actually in Baltimore, Maryland a couple years ago. And I didn't go. I really should have. It's a shame. But if they ever have it in Baltimore again, I'll, I'll hit you up, Anthony. We'll get you out here. Come take me with you, and I will uh, cosplay as Optimus Megatron. <laughs> really? Yeah, when they super combine. Ooh. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that hasn't happened yet, actually. I mean, there was a serious bromance going on in Prime, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, it, it was from, like, I'll kill you dead to, like, I don't know if I can live without you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I know what you mean. Well, you complete me. Like <laughs> Joker. Exactly. Like a Batman and Joker-esque type relationship. True. It's true. But, yeah, so uh, bringing it back to Ape-Link, yeah, that, that, Josh, that's just scratching the surface of my knowledge of this brand. You have no idea. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> but, anyway... I thought Ape Link was probably from Beast Machines or something, which is the sequel show to Beast Wars. No, not quite. But let's see you bring up Beast Wars, Anthony. Uh, yeah. I'm going to start with you. What do you think of the portrayal of the Maximals, since you're the only other person that's watched Beast Wars? Um, so, a couple things. Uh, well, this will go into a, kind of a, a, a more deeper kind of topic, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of just heard two Maximals talk, like, the it's whole time. It's unfortunate. And it was Optimus Primal, the big monkey. And yeah. um, uh, what 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 was the rap, raptor? Not raptor. Uh, <laughs> air, 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 air Razor. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, but we only got two of them to really speak. Yeah, Cheetor said, like, one or two words. Rhinox didn't say a single line. Poor Rhinox. And uh, there was no rat trap. The no. king. The king rat trap. No. Uh, uh, my theory is is that um, the next movie, there's going to be a whole lot more of them, and they're actually oh. going to talk. And we're going to get, hopefully, Dinobot. Oh. Give me Dino. One of the best characters in all of Transformers. If Curtis watched Beast Wars, Dinobot would be his favorite character. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd like me some Dinobot. Yep, he's not. He's not. He's not like the Dinobot of Dinobots. His name is Dinobot. So right. Don't don't get that confused. He's not Grimlock. No, 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 no. But yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty. I thought Optimus Primal was great, and the rest was kind of like you know they're there. Yeah. 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 They weren't weren't really characters. But visually, I loved the designs for sure. They were yeah. good. Same. So, as as people who don't really have any attachment to these characters, uh, uh, Curtis and Josh, what were your thoughts? Um. Yeah. I mean, I thought the designs were really good too. Are we just talking about the uh, the ones um, on the planet? Yeah, just the Maximals. Okay, the, just the, just the Maximals. Um. Yeah. Then the the giant bird one was pretty dope. Yeah, Air Razor. Um, Air Razor, she was cool. Um, Primal Optimus Primal's design was cool, and then it got really cool at the late battle scene. Then I was like, oh, like, all right, that that's like pretty when, cool. Like when they when they maximize. Yes, when they maximize. Um, yeah. That was pretty freaking dope. But their designs were cool, but they got a lot cooler once they maximized. 
I agree. Wish we'd seen more of that. Yeah, we only yeah. got that one scene. I didn't think they were going to transform. Yeah. Curtis, they're called Transformers for a reason. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was like, why aren't they transforming? Why aren't you transforming? Do your job. You got one job. <laughs> yeah, and we never got to see Air Razor transform. No, she, yeah, she, she, um, she, and, and, and her death was weird to me. What, what, yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, well, we already talked about them maximizing, so, yes, this, this, full, full, full spoilers. this is full spoilers for this movie. Her death was really weird, like, so did he just, like, hold her until she died, or did he squeeze the breath out of her? It was kind of implied that he, he went ahead and ended her life. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was dumb to kill one of the two talking Maximals. Yeah. Yep, yep. Little weird decision there. Little weird. Can't disagree. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, my biggest complaint with this movie overall is just they didn't give us enough, which is a good complaint. That, like, I wanted more Air Razor. I wanted to see her transform. I wanted a lot more from the Maximals. And we just constantly got teased, I feel like, with what the movie could have been and never fully got there. It never fully realized its potential, in my opinion. Yeah. That's um, not to say it was a bad movie. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't a bad movie. That, no, it was not. All right, let's, let's, let's move into the Earth. Okay, yeah. Uh, how, about, how about we go ahead and, uh, since we're on the bus, uh, what were what were our thoughts about the Autobots? Um, well, Mirage was dope. I like Mirage a lot. All the scenes with Mirage to me were pretty great. Um, Pete Davidson is is a comedian and stuff like that, and I love it. And not just because he's a Porsche nine six four Carrera S. Um, not just because of that. Right. I mean, I love that's the. A, that's a really cool motorcycle, though. You gotta believe it. That's a really cool motorcycle. Oh, the Ducati? Oh, oh, no. Like uh, RC? Uh, no, no, you know. Pete Davidson. Oh, oh my gosh. He's a good motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please not. This Mega Man looking dude. Oh my gosh. I was not. It was not it. Um, what, what are you, Wait, what? Oh. Oh. Oh, you mean later on in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that happened. That happened. But, um... I thought, okay, so I loved most of the Autobots, but I will say this. Okay. There was a letdown, and I think I, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Wheeljack, what happened to you, my guy? What uh, happened to you, my guy? That was unfortunate. After watching Prime and seeing <laughs> Wheeljack... And I wish we got smoke screen too, so we could just make smoke them as prime jokes the entire time. But but it's just like, oh man, they really put him on the back burner, and it wasn't it. No, it, it was more of an afterthought. It seemed like. And it's even more egregious when we had Wheeljack looking and sounding like Wheeljack in the Bumblebee movie for a cameo. Yes, and then we and, get this Wheeljack. He's like then fine. He, what'd you say? He gets, like, one line. Yeah, he gets, like, one line. He's he's a nerd, and he has a Hispanic accent. Yep. And that's his entire character. Yep. 
In a Volkswagen van, might I say. And a Volkswagen van, for crying out loud, with the wrong color scheme. <laughs> yeah. he looks nothing like Wheeljack. Yeah. What the heck were they thinking? But I thought the rest of the Autobots looked pretty great. I agree. Except uh, when Pete Davidson becomes not a bot. Or not Pete Davidson. Well, yeah, like, um, the character, what is his name Mirage. again? Mirage. Mirage. Mirage, but like, um, Noah. When Noah becomes, Noah. when Noah becomes an Autobot. That was, that was not it for me. <laughs> well, while you mentioned that, that's sort of kind of a deep cut to a Transformers show. Sort of, kind of. Uh, there's this show called Transformers Super God Master Force. Which oh, is a Japanese my gosh. show. <laughs> Japanese anime transformers. We're getting into the deep lore today, boys. That's like worse than any other Dragon Ball Z transformation name. Like, what is going on here? Exactly. Super God Master Force. So, in that show, the whole show, I haven't watched it, shockingly. Maybe someday. Uh, but the whole show revolves around the Autobots and Decepticons basically transforming into human size looking thing. Basically, the Autobots pretend to be humans, and the Decepticons pretend to be like like monsters from mythology, essentially. And the, the, the reason why all this happened is that it was in the like later 80s, after the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, and they wanted, Hasbro wanted to basically capitalize off the success of the Turtles mm -hmm. and the mutants. And they were basically making the Transformers as if they were mutants. Oh. And they made the Transformers basically look like humans. Oh my with like goodness. With I'm... like armor around them. Yeah, I'm looking huh. at those designs right now. What is it, going it on? It looks like, like the Metal Hawk design looks shockingly like how Noah looks in the Mirage suit. Yeah, I, I told someone that I was like, it was pretty wild and it was weird to me. I didn't really like that that happened. And they're like, oh, that's happened before in a Transformers show. I was like, really? I I did <laughs> not. I didn't think that happened at all. Yeah, it's kind of a thing. Never never so much as like a human inside of a Transformer. That's kind of a novel idea. I mean, this but... is looking like it. I'm seeing a picture and it looks like this person's in like as like a Transformer. Yeah, but that's just the Transformers. Oh, but he's like a... Like, I see, I see these other Transformers, and they... Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. my God. Because they put, like, human faces on and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's some strange stuff. Oh, but gosh. They call, they call them pretenders. That was that was the whole thing. The great pretenders. Yeah. But anyway, we, we can get back to the relevant things that aren't the deep cut things that only I know. Mm. Um, but I, I loved I loved Mirage's design. I loved Optimus' design. Loved Bumblebee's design. I think Bumblebee's design got better uh, from the last movie. And and I loved um, RC's design. I, I don't think I mentioned her. But yeah, I, 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 got some, I got some opinions about yeah. it. Give us your hot take. The biggest design of all, Optimus Prime. Okay, okay. Um, first off, I love. I liked his new design. I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, th I think I really like his his design in the first three Transformers. 
Yeah, I uh, agree. The the his design in the first three Transformers was super dope. I thought that was easily the best design out of all of the Bayformers. Um, but like, man, and this because he's he's actually like kind of way bigger in in the Bay movies. Oh yeah, I mean oh, they yeah. make him to be this very much like intimidating figure, like the Optimus Prime. And yeah. I think he was he was a majority more blue than red, because uh, the red was mainly the flames. And the reason why they designed him like that is that because when a car drives in, and it's a real car or a real truck when they're filming it, uh, blue looks better on film than red. Mm. Um, at least with the film back in those days, that was I, I watched the special features for Transformers one. Yeah, I love it, love it. Whoa. And uh, so that's why he did that. And uh, so there was a reason for it. Oh. And I uh, I don't know. And I think I think his mouth is animated better in the original Transformers than this movie. I'm going to say. I'll be honest. I, the mouths in, in these movies are a little weird to me. I, yeah. The mouth I think they, all of the movies. Yeah, I think they all look kind of jank. But the ones in Bay look a little better, at least with Optimus. That's my opinion, though. Like, let's just be real. Transformers Prime did the mouth way better. Well, that's it's different when it's a live-action movie. And you yes. 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 So, so just just put your little mouth shield on Optimus, and we're good to go. Honestly, oh, yeah. he doesn't even need to take it off. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Honestly, when I was little, I didn't even know. I thought that was just his mouth, because in Transformers uh, um, Armada, he never, like, takes off the shield. Was no. Which no. I think that's the best way to do it. Covered them lips up. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, the first. June Darby time... never said that before, though. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a deep cut reference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go watch a review of Transformers Prime to understand that joke. Yes, um, do it. <laughs> but, um, but Anthony, the first time Optimus ever uh, had a retractable mouth plate was Transformers Cybertron. It had never been done before that. I, that's what I, that's when he had the big wow. blue lip. When he had the what? Was that Cybertron, as in the third one in the Cybertron trilogy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when he had the big blue mouth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yep. Kurt had, Curtis had that figure as a kid, that Optimus, and I hated that mouth. <laughs> it's like, Optimus isn't supposed to have kissable lips. What do we do? <laughs> it's pretty sexy lips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But but almost every Optimus since then, if not every Optimus since then, has had an actual mouth. And it was a weird trend to start. It, I yeah, mean, it weird. was, but what about, like, all the other, like, Transformers? They had mouths, too, though, right? They didn't have a mouth. I mean... With Armada. I mean, most of them have mouths, but, like, they don't need to have mouths, and not all of them have it. Like, now, some have mouths. Yeah, they didn't need to. But, yeah, I'll admit, his blue his blue uh, lips that he had in Transformers Prime, or Cymatron, was really weird. It was... <laughs> yeah, it was really... And his, like, face shield, too, was, like, kind of weird, too. It's, like, almost wearing a Batman-type mask, but not... Mm-hmm. Strange. But they actually, like, funnily enough, the way Optimus's mouth looked in Cybertron was a reference to how uh, Optimus Primal's mouth looks. Mm-hmm. If you like, look at it closely. Yeah, JC likes staring at them lips. Oh, you know it. Real close. 
Nah, but, I mean, that. <laughs> anywho, uh, did uh, you have any other comments on the Autobots designs, Anthony? Um, I don't think so. I thought, so I like, oh, I also like Bumblebee from 2007 a little more. Oh, but, really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think just him transforming into Camaro looks really cool. And, um, but I like this Bumblebee scale more. Like how he's just, just a smaller boy. Mm, that is yeah. Cool. And yeah. I also. I also felt a little crowded to have Smokescreen and Bumblebee in the same movie when they sort of have similar personalities, and so you have to push one aside for the other one, which I'm glad they 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 made Bumblebee kind of, you know, not the spotlight, so the character who can actually speak English, you know, did good. <laughs> yeah. Because um, for some reason, Bumblebee still can't talk. Which is dumb. It's been way too long. Like, give him his mouth back. <laughs> I, I bet they will at the end of the Unicron trilogy. Mm. I, hope, I, I hope this does get a trilogy because the, the box office was not very strong. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. yeah. They came oh, out positive, though, right? What'd you say? So they came out positive. So box office of four point, a four, 409.3 million. Yeah, it'll be lucky to break even. Uh, but it yeah. says it says the budget's from one ninety five to two hundred million, but that's usually them just movie, and then there's advertising, which they don't usually include in that stuff, right? Yeah, in order for a two hundred million dollar movie to break even, you need like six hundred million from the box office. So uh, okay, yeah, it'll probably be a loss. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it will be a loss. Uh, yeah, we'll see how it does. Hmm. Yeah, it's rough. We'll see. But the good news is that they already are making a animated Transformers movie that's already in deep into production, so that'll that'll come out regardless. <laughs> Yay! Oh boy. But yeah, I agree with you, Anthony, that it was good that Bumblebee wasn't the spotlight here, especially after he just had his own movie. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was beautiful. And it was it was good to see Mirage in the spotlight. Like he was a good novel character to to see. So I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, Curtis, did you have any thoughts about the Autobots? Mm, Design-wise, I did like RC a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that the Optimus design... I feel like if they were going to go more towards like a Gen 1 type of thing, they should have gone farther than this. Mm, I agree. Like, this felt like a half-step. Yeah. Kind of like the the, the the mid of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I think... Well, uh-huh. sorry, Jason. You go ahead, Jason. Oh, I was just going to say that. I initially was kind of upset that they... They almost... I mean, they, they had a more G1-looking Optimus in Bumblebee. And yeah, then they, they kind did. of reversed course on it. That's exactly what I was going to mention. I thought the designs on the Cybertron portion of Bumblebee were way better. Yeah. And I was really hoping that the next live-action movie was just going to be Cybertron with that art style. Oh, it would have been so much better. Although Mm -hmm. I like this movie, but that would have been better. (laughs) Yeah, I I kind of wish they kept the initial Optimus design, although this design did grow on me quite a bit. So I'm I'm not as upset about it. But I think they actually improved the RC design. 
from the uh, opening of Cybertron to this movie. I don't even remember her in that part, but yeah. It was it was a lot more pink, and her face didn't look as good. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know if you can pull that up, Josh. You might you might concur with me. Um. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was looking at smoke screen. Um. Yeah. Of course. I mean, we we need to get some smoke screen. Um, we do. We do. But he's unfortunately a very minor character in the lore of Transformers overall. Oh man! But he almost became a prime. The significance. The significance. Yeah. I feel like the the last time he was a character. And he wasn't even anything like that version of Smokescreen. was like in Armada. I think there was a character called Smokescreen. But besides that, I don't think we had a Smokescreen since G1. Um, oh, yeah. So she was pretty pink early on and then goes a little more red. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was a pretty good transformation. Yeah, I agree. And I like that she was a bike. Kind of like the prime design. That, that was yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, how about we jump into talking about the Terrorcons, the new villains of this movie? Not a Decepticon to be in sight, but we had the Heralds of Unicron. We had Scourge, Battletrap, and Nightbird. Uh, Anthony, how about we start with you? What were your thoughts on these? Um, I thought Scourge was fine enough. <laughs> um, I felt... I, I their their designs were like oh we're rusty, um, you know, mm-hmm. they were kind of rusty. Yeah. Or at least Scourge was. Um, I think the coolest part visually was that Scourge would like take the the emblems of the different kinds of sentient boys like Autobots or uh, uh, the, the the Decepticons or the the the, the animal buddies. Nah, Maximals and you put them on like his you know on his shoulder or whatever I thought that was pretty cool yeah the cool thing is if you actually like looked very closely he had almost every sigil from the brand we had Wrecker symbol in there we had Predacon symbols in there yeah we, we did. had uh, mercenary symbols in there it was wild I was my eyes were loving it yeah uh, that, that was pretty cool just like um but yeah, my favorite design uh, was I think it was Nightbird who was the in the skyline. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 She. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She's. She was pretty cool. I like yeah. her design a lot. With the with the blades. I mean, she had some swords. JC, come on. Uh, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. Swords. Add some swords. Nightbird is actually uh, a character from G One, who was like in one episode that they pulled for this movie, which is really cool, actually. She was she was a ninja bot, technically. So they kind of had that ninja-like design for the movie. I really like that a lot. Yeah, I, I liked her design. And the fact that she was a, a skyline. That was pretty dope to me. That's something I really liked. Yeah, really cool car. Did you have any other thoughts, Anthony? Um, I really liked the changer guy. Um... I think is you told me about it. it's the guy that like transformed into all the construction equipment sort of like he was like the the guy that like uh, the freaking wrecking ball guy battle trap. battle trap where he like could transform into a lot of different things yeah 
in in G one, he was called a duocon, which only, there's only two of them, I think. Where basically the top half of him transformed into, uh, I think it was a jet or a helicopter or something like that, and the the bottom half, yeah, helicopter, and then the bottom half transformed into like a jeep, and and he combined into one robot. So that, that was a really cool concept. This this version had nothing to do with that though. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I I think it, it was it's definitely an improvement. So every Transformers movie has terrible looking villains. Like yeah, most of them are pretty generic looking besides Megatron, and uh, this one for me was a little different, but mm -hmm. still kind of in the same kind of like yeah, I'm probably not gonna remember these guys in the next movie. I didn't think That's, Barricade you know, looked bad. Yeah, Barricade was there. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked Barricade. I mean, like, at least, I mean, he was a Mustang. It is what it was. It was supposed to be the rivalry between... I mean, I liked what they were doing. I don't. I guess I don't remember what Barricade looked like um, when he was um, in his... Uh, what is the mode, technically, JC, when he is transformed? Police car? No, the other one, when he's walking around. Is, bot bot? is that a bot mode? Yeah. Bunch of bots. <laughs> bots. But I will say, um, the first Transformers movie had both Barricade and Blackout in it. Yes, it did. Those, yeah. become, those have become big names in the Transformers world. So Barricade. they kind of stuck, stuck around for the brand. Okay. Mr. Policeman looked it had some really fun scenes in the first Transformers movie. Oh, he did! It was freaking hilarious <laughs> when he was chasing Sam down. That was so funny. I actually have not had that spoiled. I don't know what those are like. Oh, People really? Are... Yeah, shockingly. I think I know the least about the first movie compared to all the others. Oh, but it's one of the best ones. Well, that's good for me though. Yes. I'll be yes I basically don't know what happens in that movie. I know they're chasing after the Allspark. I know nothing else. Literally nothing. I totally forgot that he used his wheel as like a, a like a, a saw thing. Okay, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right, uh, Anthony. Maybe you're right. <laughs> like about Barricade. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in general, the designs weren't that good. And yeah, that's why I didn't ever watch it. His car form was kind of cool, but his bot form, not so much. Yeah. But anyway, uh, unless you're nine years I actually, old, I actually really appreciated Scourge as a dual reference in Transformers history because he kind of has the look of a Nemesis Prime like Black Optimus design with like the way he transforms into like a nightmare version of Optimus. Prime. I love the nightmare truck. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a reference to how in uh, the 2001 Robots in Disguise show, there was a character called Scourge that became the first Nemesis Prime type character that was then done in like Armada and Transformers Prime and basically every property sentence. So he was initially called Scourge before he was called Nemesis. So that's a cool callback to that. And in G1, there was the very first Scourge and he was a herald of Unicron, just like this version. He's like an old wizard-looking dude. Yeah. That transforms into, like, a, a boat. A space boat. A space boat. 
one of the weirdest designs. This ever. is a, such a weird design. So weird. Yeah, they took they took nothing but the name from him in yep. this movie. Yep, yep. <laughs> and the fact that he's a Herald of Venacron. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a fun dual reference, and I love that about him. And he was just a cool character. Like it, it was a cool moment when he was having his first fight with Optimus outside of the museum, and he was just like 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 Optimus is punching him, and Scourge like catches his fist and holds him back. Yeah, Optimus did nothing to him. Dude, Optimus got... Was this the weakest we'd ever seen Optimus? I think so. He got trashed. He got absolute trashed on. Initially, but then he... he, He's a big baby bot. Yeah, he was. He was a big baby bot. Hey, he he held his own in the final battle, and he had really flat. Yeah, you had to go through this whole arc of, like, I don't know, like, maybe I'm strong. I don't know. We're, we're stronger to to, We're stronger together because we got he, humies on our side. He went through a mini-hero's journey arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still weak AF, and he was a prime. Hey, hey. I mean. He was rusty. He's been sitting on his butt since 1985. I'm, I mean, so was Optimus Prime in the first Michael Bay movie, and Optimus Prime still kicked butt. Well, I wouldn't. You should see Optimus Prime in Dark of the Moon. Yes. That guy was slaying. Slaying! <laughs> he got all these, like, random additions that were like, why is this happening? I don't care. It looks cool. It looks so PC. <laughs> no, man. But, uh, Curtis, Josh, any other final thoughts on the Terracon before we move on? Uh, nope. No, sir. Yeah, they were pretty Yeah, they kind of were. Uh, any thoughts on Noah or Elena? They they were there. They were Oh, fun. man. There were humans in this movie, weren't there? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, there were. Okay. Okay. So, so that's the thing, JC. I know you have your distaste for the human race. I mean, for humans in, um, <laughs> for humans in Transformers movies. But I tell you what, in the first one, they did the best. Okay. I agree. In the first one, and I know I keep bringing it up because it's a movie you hadn't seen, but it's just like where I always compare the two for some reason, like because they're probably my two favorite Transformers movies. Um. And in the first ones, they make the human aspect very well, like, a good part of the movie, but also some of the best parts of the movie. Interactions between humans as well as humans and Transformers. Okay. I 100% agree. And I, I, I did... I did not mind these humans. Okay. Um, they were... They did the job, and I think the main character was relatable enough to be considered a character. Yeah, um, yeah. But Shia LaBeouf brought so much energy and craziness and fun to the first three movies that, like, even if it gets kind of cartoony, it's still a, a performance that's really fun to watch. And, um, like, there's so many memes. There's going to be no memes, and there hasn't been too many memes about this guy. That's and that's kind of that kind of shows, you know, his impact on, you know, the people who watched it. Yeah. I I think they were both good actors. I just don't think they really brought anything to be super memorable to the table. Yeah. It's just yeah, sad. Yeah, the script did them no favors. 
Correct. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, the dynamic between him and his brother was like, oh, that's kind of cute, but for some reason it just felt out of place. It felt forced. That's fair. Um, there was nothing, nothing quite as fun as Miko. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, JC. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, Shia LaBeouf was really fun. We will see what I think. Um, and a lot of people actually liked Megan Fox in the movies, too, a lot. She does pretty good in the first two, for sure. Yeah, she does. Uh, but there was the falling out and stuff like that and some, you know, not-so-great yeah. stuff. But don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry yeah. about that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, do you guys have a favorite moment? I mean, it was probably when Mirage was just on screen popping jokes. Like, <laughs> honestly, Fair. those were some of my favorite parts because, like, Anthony and I were just having an absolute blast when that was happening. And, <laughs> and, and, and this is a total side note, which we didn't bring up for this whole review yet, which I think is crazy, is the people that were sitting beside of us. Because, like, we did... <laughs> Because that was, like, one of the best parts of the entire experience. How, like, so invested they were in this movie and just their reactions to everything. Like, they were locked in. Straight up clapping. Like, when certain things would happen, he would straight up clap for it. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then his wife was just, like, there would be, like, a deep saying. And she's like, this is so true. That's so true. And it was just an absolute blast, just, like, aware. I mean, at first I was kind of annoyed because, like, I'm sitting here trying to watch a movie right. that I'm going to be reviewing or whatever. But then, like, I just, like, leaned into it. And it was it was so funny. Uh, these, these people were wild. Um, but, yeah, probably uh, just Mirage doing his thing, you know. I thought it was really good. Um when he when he made some references when he was doing all of his transformations he referenced uh who was it as the as the f1 racer um jc who was it like he he yeah he turned into an f1 race car remember he was doing all of his different transformations yeah he transformed into a uh what's it called lambo then the f1 yeah there's the f1 that he was a garbage truck for some reason yeah which I think is cool. I mean, I think you disagreed a little bit. You think they should be limited to one transformation, but I like the idea of no. them having multiple transformations. Well, I mean, that's fine. Like, there, there's a Transformer called Six Shot that has six different modes. Yeah, yeah. It was that's, just like, but like, I mean, I think I they all only, should be able to do that. My only critique is I wish that we would have seen him scanning the vehicles. That yes, made it that's better. true. Yeah. That's my only critique. Well, at least the at least the dump truck. At least the dump truck. Because the other ones were obviously past transformations he's had before. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. But he should have scanned a dump truck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we all be scanning dump trucks. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, boys? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Hit me up. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so those are some of my favorite parts. And probably when the... um, when the primal is like maximized um, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so when they maximized that was like that was one moment where it was like holy freak like this is a transformers movie ladies and gentlemen yeah any other any other uh, favorite moments from anybody uh i think my favorite action scene 
was the scene when they're driving on the side of the cliff. I think that's oh, my favorite. In Peru, on the side of the cliff. Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah, just like the long fight. That was pretty dope. Because I'm going to bring up a gripe I have with this movie. Ooh. All right. Okay. I, I got a bone to pick with this movie. Because, JC, do you know where the final battle of this movie takes place? In a big gray field where there's nothing. There's nothing. nothing tower. And there's nothing going on. Yeah. In Transformers 1 and in Transformers 3, they are in a destructible environment where there's always if you if a, if a, if Optimus gets punched and he gets knocked back, he hits like a, a, a building and you see how powerful the punch was by the impact of him hitting the thing. Here, right. when it's hit, they kind of go off for a little bit and then they just come running back. Yeah, it's, it's a big gray CG field with you know all of it CG obviously, but like it was not a lot of personality going on besides the tower, and no one really fights on the tower till the end. Um, yeah. So I felt like that's where the movie kind of let me down in the last area where it was like this is just a big gray field with all these cool looking characters, and they could have been fighting on like the pyramids of Peru, and that would have been way cooler, but. But instead, they're in a big gray field because of budget, and it's fine, I guess. But, yeah, the, that's why I think that the fights at the museum and the fights on the cliff are way more interesting for me personally. Because there's just different, like, you know, environment to play with. There's different high grounds, you know. There's all that kind of stuff. Whereas this one's kind of a big gray field where there was some really cool action going on with characters specifically doing cool character things, but nothing to do with the environment. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, I, I totally agree. I feel like the action scene's done, and um, it is very Michael Bay-esque, and, like, some people don't like Michael Bay, some people do. Um, but the action scenes that he did in the first uh, first one and the third one were, like, really, really good. And just involving everybody, the humans as well, they did a really good job with involving the humans in the first one. Um, and I feel like in Rise, of, in this movie, not as much. I totally agree. Like, man, despite the stories in, you know, one and three, it may not be the most solid stories, but, like, <laughs> Michael Bay knew how to do some really cool and, like, impactful and, like, man, I'm going to remember that action. Yeah. Whereas this one felt more in line of, you know, the 2022, 2023, like, oh, it's the final action scene. Let's go to the field. Yeah. You know? And, and, it, and right. like, in the first, it, it felt like this is actually how humans would respond if alien robots showed up. I mean, where's everybody else in, in this movie? Like, all the people, like, how are they responding? I mean, well, other, yeah. than, other than, like, lining up the G.I. Joes. Are robots in the sky, John. Yes, yes. This this is true. This is true. And yeah, but I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll get the GI Joes though. It's all good. It's all good. Oh gosh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think I I definitely agree with you, Anthony. And I think the museum fight was definitely my favorite fight scene. It but so I will say that seeing the Maximals like like. Zooming between their robot modes, seeing them fighting was very cool. And I especially liked when Optimus and Primal both took took out uh, Battletrap, and Optimus was like, he was mine. Yeah. So, that yeah. was a fun moment. 
Because uh, Optimus Prime is a little baby in this hey. movie. Hey, hey, no. What? Oh, sorry. I love, <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Baby Prime? Wait, what'd you say, Curtis? We definitely got the racist Optimus Prime here. Yeah, yeah, we didn't even talk about his species or whatever the frick you want to call it. I guess it's the human really race, so I guess like racist would fit. Yeah, so so a lot of people say that uh, Michael Bay's Optimus is too angry and stuff like that. Dude, he's nothing compared to this one. Yeah. This one is flawed. He hates humies. Whereas even in Transformers 1, he gives a whole speech about... Were we so different from these people? We destroyed our whole planet because we were at war, so we need to give these people a chance. All this stuff. Whereas at this one, he's just like, kill him. What are we doing? I don't yeah. care about these people. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He he had growth. <laughs> Day all, all we're so. saying, JC, is we're pointing plot by plot why the first one might be better than this one. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying we'll 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 come to the end of like our ratings and maybe just talk about it a little bit. But um, I mean, just thinking this play by day. I mean, like talking about it with you guys, I think is um, definitely an interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, I will say, Optimus may not have had a character arc, but Tony Stark style in. Uh, Iron Man Armored Adventures. Optimus had a great character line. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Yes. From hating humans to kind of like... Yeah, to tolerating them. That's a, that's a rough comparison. <laughs> it is a rough comparison. I, I honestly like that. Is that my least favorite show that we reference other than Ryan O'Brien? Because Ryan O'Brien is obviously a staple for us all. Um, but like the rest of the show, come on. Come Dude, on. season one's good. It is. <laughs> yeah, and then we you get. All gave it an eight. Yeah, we did, and then we get Justin Hammer. Dude, Justin Hammer's underrated. The rest of season two is trash. <laughs> the rest of season two was, but the rest of season okay. So Justin Hammer was it, but the rest of season two that was trash was the extension, the continuation of the story of season one. Fair. It's a that is that is so fair and so sad. <laughs> it really yeah. is so sad. <laughs> oh gosh. I'll show another time. But um, <laughs> uh, did we have any other critiques for the movie? My biggest critique was just that we didn't get enough maximals and that we just, I don't know, we didn't have enough cool moments in general. Like, where were all the cameos that were in Bumblebee? Like, what the heck? Why didn't we have that? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I think, we'll get, I think we'll get to, like, my other critiques when we get to, like, our final thoughts, but... I mean, I think we're coming across our final thoughts now. Is this our final thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Is this... Okay, so my, so my big final thoughts. Um, and this movie feels like it's trying its best to 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 revitalize the series, but not at the same time. So Bumblebee, uh, I think, was a great revitalization of the series and yeah. it had the best storytelling of any Transformers movie. But it didn't have the set pieces or most amazing CG action as the Michael Bay movies, but it had the best story. Now, the Michael Bay movies obviously had the best action, in my opinion, and the best CG style and um, maybe not some of the best designs, but some of the best action 
in memorable moments for sure. And this utilization movie, of Humies. This this movie uh, doesn't have quite the ma- amazing action as the Bay movies, but it doesn't have quite the amazing storytelling of Bumblebee. So I'm in a very kind of like this movie does does like pretty pretty all right in all those areas, but it doesn't have a specific thing that it does better than the other two kind of sections of the Transformers movie eras. So like, it's very like, it, it, it just it just needed one more thing and then it would have been really good. Anthony, yeah. I think you just so read off the description of mid. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think that's what you just did, man. I really think you just read the description on Wikipedia of mid. I thought about this movie and the more I like kind of pondered on it was like, wow, the, there's less and less that I kind of like was amazed about and more was like, okay, it felt more like, oh, this is a relief for regular Transformers fans rather than like, man, this was really awesome. Because it felt more like, man, I really hope this movie's just good and not like Michael Bay movies. And it wasn't. Yeah. So it felt more like a relief movie instead of like an amazing movie. So that's yeah. kind of no, how I felt. I agree with that. I, I walked away just being like, that was pretty good. And I should have walked away going, whoa. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, it, it's not a polarizing movie, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's very like, okay, if I were to write down what a Transformers movie needed to have technically, then it would have been this movie. Um, but, like, there just wasn't enough flair for me, and the storytelling didn't go enough places for me. Because, like, I felt attached to the main characters in Bumblebee, you know? Yeah. But this one, I feel attached to the characters as much, and then the action wasn't as interesting as the Bay ones, so I'm feeling very kind of middle middle of the road with this one. You know what? Like, I guess I'm kind of with you, Anthony, the more I'm thinking about it, and I guess the the it's hard not to compare it to the other movies. Well, um, you have to. Yeah, it, have. It's, like our, it's kind of like our only baseline of, when you know, when it comes to Transformers live action. So, and I mean... And JC, I mean, I feel like you do the same thing when you're comparing it to, like, past Transformers properties that you've experienced. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, when I'm comparing it to, like, the previous movies, like Bumblebee and the Michael Bay movies, especially the first one um, and stuff like that, I'm kind of with you, Anthony, on that it it maybe wasn't as, like, kind of um, as high as I kind of thought it was. Yeah, because when we walked out of the theater, we're like, well, this is the best Transformers movie, right? Yeah, and we were kind of in lockstep if that was the case, but, like, I mean, the more I'm thinking about it, I just, it's been forever since I've seen the first one. But, I mean, with as long ago as I've still seen it, I still remember so much about it. And I I watched all these movies, like, recently. Mm -hmm. Like, in the past, like, a month prior, in leading up to it, I watched all of them. And it, it is in the middle of the pack for me. Really? Oh yeah, it's in the middle. So after uh, after the first one and after Bumblebee. Uh, or and three. And Dark Men. Yeah. Uh, so it's the fourth one for you. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... it is it is better than um than, I'm not gonna tell uh, what order they're in, but it's better than half of them, and it's yeah. not as good as half of them. So it's in the middle. And that, that's kind of where I'm lying with it. This feels like a movie that could really be um, 
uh, improved with the sequel. Like, the sequel will just take this foundation of, like, okay, we have a pretty alright start. Let's boost it. But you know, I hope we get that. But for now, it's it's in the middle. It's not a bad movie. I definitely rewatch it again. It's not a fantastic one in terms of all those things that I mentioned. But it's it's in the middle for me. Yeah, I, I yeah, I'd go with you. I mean, like obviously, I mean, Age of Extinction is garbage. So, um, hmm. bad movie. It was a real bad movie. I would almost put this in a lockstep at a dark uh, dark of the moon ish. So, or maybe I above it. I huh? agree with that. Yeah. Um, but if, if I had to choose, though, between uh, this one, it's been just forever since I've seen Dark of the Moon. The most, I've seen the first one the most. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So, but yeah. So, um, those are kind of, I'm, I'm lockstep with you for the most part, Anthony, about these movies. Um, so, Curtis, what about you? Yeah, this movie is a six and a half out of ten for me. Whoa. Yeah, I... I have, I have not thought about it since I watched it. Um, didn't hate it. But uh, by the end of... By, like, the third act, I was like, all right, uh, looking at my watch, how much more of this we got? Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, just, like, I haven't thought about it either at all since we watched it. Like, not one bit. I mean, yeah. compared to maybe, like, the other two movies that we're going to be reviewing, I've thought about those a lot more often. Um, so, yeah, I'm... What did I What did I even say before at the end of the movie? What did we... Because we, I feel like we were kind of in lockstep on the review uh, of our ranking, and I'm pretty sure I'm less than that now. I mean, I, I think, think we were all saying eight. eight. I yeah, an eight. I think we're all saying eight, and I'm definitely the more I think about it is is not an eight. Um, yeah, I'm more on lockstep with the with the, the number of Curtises around a six and a half, maybe a seven. Yeah, I think I could. I think I could go to a seven. Yeah, I could probably give a six seventy five. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I know, I know, I gave Black Adam a seven, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, thinking of. In terms of quality, I don't know, like, which one I'd rather watch again. Um, well, hmm. the thing with this movie is, I think, even if I were to watch, like, Transformers The Last Night, there's there's more things we could talk about with that movie than this movie. Yeah, probably, with just moment-by-moment basis. Yeah, I agree. You know? But, huh. you know, it's a fun time, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you I boys were right. Cool. Yeah. I think I'm still at an eight personally, just okay. because, you know, it's me. And I'm glad it's an eight for you. Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to go down when you watch the first one. I, I don't it, think it could, but I don't know. Like, I, I was going in with very harsh judgments towards movies in general for Transformers. And I walked away pretty darn happy. Like, it was, it was good like i feel like seven's an adequate movie I feel like eight's a good movie nine's like a great movie and ten's like a perfect movie so this was this was a good movie for me so that's that's kind of where i'm at but yeah any other final thoughts or are we ready to wrap this review up we're ready to wrap oh. it up okay well thank you all so much for joining us for this talk about 
the good old robots in disguise. Uh, come back next time for G.I. Joe? Question mark? Oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. all those movies for the first time. We'll see where this leads. But, um, yeah, hopefully this movie will get a sequel. And uh, we'll get to talk more about this. But we had a good time discussing this, and hopefully you all had a good time watching us. Feel free to uh, give us uh, money on our Patreon, which does not exist, and support <laughs> us with likes and follows that you probably also can't do. But anyway, we enjoyed just having you here. So this has been a good old time, and uh, any final thoughts, boys? Um, Hasbro, make JC your uh, Transformers guy. Yeah, Straight I'd up. be okay with that. Please yeah, do that. Absolutely. Straight up, JC. JC, you can be the one. And um, um, you can consult uh, Anthony and I and Curtis about, um, you know, just here and there about stuff. Yeah. Um, Hasbro, make Curtis your G.I. Joe guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh, Wait, my what gosh. What do you mean? Because I feel like Curtis has nothing to do with that property, and I want him in charge. Yeah, it's like when they bring in a director that has absolutely no knowledge or anything to do with that property. But I feel like Curtis would do a good job. Like, all right, I'm gonna get Johnny Young Bosch to voice Snake Eyes. <laughs> to voice Snake and Eyes. Turns out this whole thing's about him. Yeah, he's edgy. He's got swords. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna add some rocket skates. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my I'm gonna gosh. get Power Man five thousand to do the movie score. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I will say that too about Transformers: Rise of the Beast. Movie score not iconic. No. No. Yeah, very but, forgettable. But the original Transformers, so many iconic. Oh, tracks. absolutely. The Lincoln Park stuff hit hard, man. Oh, hit oh, hard. When it hits the credits, it hits so hard. Oh, it hits After so hard. It's like, what? I've done. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. And then I think there was also a Disturbed song. Yes. To one of the Transformers movies. And it's this moment, which is an absolute banger. Whoa. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's there's some hate against, uh, hate against the good old boy. Um, why am I blanking on his name right now? Oh, Optimus Prime? Well, no, no, Optimus Prime. <laughs> o OG director. Michael, oh, Michael. Yeah. Michael Bay, yes, Michael Bay. Um, but he knew how to do some stuff. I tell you, he, he knew how to do some stuff. Well, maybe my opinion will change. We'll see. But I think we are ready to sign off. So, Josh, how about you? How about you lead the sign off? Oh, okay. Um, well, Autobots, D's nuts, got him. <laughs> so are we recording three separate podcasts uh is wait is that it jc are, are we done i think so okay peace out everybody <laughs>